Welcome to the Talk and Chatter Experience, powered by Gasoline Alley Harley-Davidson, Early Motorcycle Tires Australia, and TCX Boots. Three times Australian Superbike Champion, and now current 2022 Australian Superbike Champion, Mike Jones. Welcome, mate. Thanks, Mick. Great to be on. This is, uh, this is firstly a, a privilege. You're, you're a friend. Uh, I work alongside you a lot throughout the year. Uh, this is something that, like we spoke of in the last two or three weeks, about let's sort of dissect the season and where it sort of come from, from... Um, probably about this time last year, to be honest, we sort of, um, well, you started this program of being the 2022 champion. And I just wanted to chat to you about it and find out how it all developed and just where, where it all came from. And you've been a guest on here already once before, um, which was like two years ago, pretty much now. Um, yeah. So welcome, obviously, for coming in and uh, let's rip in, mate. Where did, where did your season all basically begin? And I guess it was the end of 2021. Yeah, that's right. Obviously, uh, last year, the, um, you know, everything was a little bit funny still with COVID. So, um, you know, the racing was a bit up in the air and, and whatnot there. Um, but it was looking good for 2022. Things were coming better. And, um, you know, in terms of the racing, it looked like it, we might have been, we might be able to get a full championship in, which as it turned out was the case. But um, yeah, I suppose, obviously, I'd raced with the Desmo Sport Ducati team for a number of years in the past. Um, and that came to an end and I've moved to the Yamaha racing team. Um, yeah, so basically my, my season really kicked off right at the, the end of um, yeah, last year and, and I did my first uh, ride on the Yamaha R1M out at Morgan Park Raceway. Um, Kev Marshall and Dylan, my crew chief, um, those guys came out to, to Morgan Park to give me a run on the bike and see what I thought of it and, and just have a first you know, feeling with the bike and it was great. So yeah, we, uh, we committed to, to, to the to working towards being the, you know, the 2022 Australian Superbike Champions. And, um, yeah, as it turns out, it was fantastic. As that day, like, uh, I came out, we were speaking, obviously, I came out that day to watch it. Um, did you feel that there'd be as many people at that track looking at you riding that Yamaha that day? There's a lot of people looking at that bike and you on that that day. Yeah, look, I know, I, I, I wouldn't have, you know what I mean? No. I, I, I just... Yeah, I guess I was so focused. You're in your own little world, you know, um, and I probably even still, until you mentioned it just then, I didn't even realise that that probably a lot of people had had, had eyes on me. So, um, yeah, no, look, honestly, it was just a just a track day um, Yeah, out there at Morgan Park. It was just, just for me to get a ride on the bike and have a feel for it. So, um, to me, that's, um, you know, going and doing ride day is just a, a normal sort of thing. Like, And I think that people sort of don't... Um, uh, you know, they, 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 they treat, they sort of almost have different eyes for you because you, you race, you compete at a high level, but they mm. don't realise that, you know, you're just a normal person. Like I guess still go home, mow the lawn, <laughs> make dinner, you know, do all the normal things. Mate, so. I hang around you and I know, I know what you do. You're a normal person. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, 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 yeah, so for people to then be, um, yeah, looking to see what you're doing or what's going yeah. on, like it, uh, it's just, I'm oblivious to it, I suppose. Was it, you've got Yamaha a little bit in the blood, like you've raced Yamaha through Supersport and everything like that. Was it just love at the start? Like how, how did it, like you looked good on it from the start and your style of riding is, is very clinical. Um, was it good at the start? Yeah, look, I didn't take, didn't take very long. My first feeling with the bike was actually really quite good. Um, again, being a track day, it's a little bit hard to know for certain, but, but, um, but it's it's um it's it's more just your connection with the bike and and how it feels and yeah I felt good right right early on so sort of for me it's like okay we've got 
potential here. You know, it's got something to work with, got something, a base that's going to be, you know, good and we can build on it from there. So, um, yeah, the important thing was just that the first the first feeling was good. Man, it's, it's it, it, and we'll get further into the season, but recipes for seasons like what you've just had are pretty hard to come by sometimes. The, um, that day was the first time I've ever met Dylan, your crew chief. And I just, I just said to him, oh, you might see me around the paddock a bit next year, blah, blah, blah. Like just, just chit-chat sort of thing. He's probably like, Who, who's this boat, whatever. And, um, but he wasn't. Um, about three weeks later, I was doing the flat track out of Ipswich. This guy comes running over. Hey, Mick, how you going? Like, I'm like, hey, good person. That sort of thing makes an integration into a team really handy, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, like, like <clears throat> you said, like the, the recipe for winning is um, – not easy to come by and and i think a lot of that starts from you know the people in the team like uh, obviously as a rider from the outside everyone just looks at the rider they see them racing on the track see the results but there's a group of guys to be that are in the pits that are working and doing all the work on the bike and and um yeah for me this this year working with dylan was um pretty special because uh we we developed a working relationship but also a, a personal relationship and i think that was um it's because of the type of person that he is, you know, like he's uh, just a genuine sort of guy, like his, you know, wife and kids and, and all that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, he's just got a, a really big heart. He's a really nice guy. You'll probably watch this and yeah. <laughs> get all soapy, but, but no, honestly, it's, like... It's uh, like a tear right Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but no, honestly, like he's yeah. just actually a really good person. And so um, it was really easy to connect with him and, um, and I think we share similar values and stuff like that. So our relationship started really well early on and, um, and, and so then that, um, you know, just grew throughout the year and, and became really strong. So I think that certainly helped towards... Um, yeah, being able to, uh, to to perform at the racetrack and, and get the results because, uh, yeah, just because we connected so well. Now, let's talk about pre-season. We, we went to – did you do a pre – you did a pre-season test at uh, Phillip Island? Yeah, so we, start? We, we, uh, we actually – I think we might have done the very first uh, test with the Yamaha um, at Queensland Raceway. Um, yes. We went out to QR for a day. Uh, the You know, these were the new bikes um, for both myself and crew, my teammate crew, to um, to get used to and for the whole team to, to get used to it, to one another. But it actually um, – it, it rained all day. Um, and that was kind of the theme for every test that we <laughs> went to. It just, just rained all the time. So we're pretty fortunate, though, that races were good. But, um, but yeah, our first – first test was was mostly rain so we spent a lot of time kicking around the pits and um probably yeah just getting to know one another which wasn't so bad but um but we went to phillip island then for the official asbk test and um uh yeah much of the same really we got sort of you know we're there for two days and really only got a day's worth of riding in there so um actually leading up to the the first round was quite difficult and and not because like the team had done an exceptional job for trying to uh, give us a fantastic pre-season testing and, and they knew that was super critical, you know, with mm. a new rider coming in to, to gel with the bike for the team to, to learn the rider and that kind of thing. Like they, they put the effort in to make that happen, but just through just through nature, you know what I mean? The weather, it just it just put a, put a halt to things. So it really, really hampered our, our pre-season testing, which made the first round quite difficult. Um, yeah, it made it made it a little bit difficult, but um, but we used that weekend, you know, a first race weekend just to, to, to learn and, and, and gather data. And, and yep. after that weekend, we sort of, yeah, hit the ground running. That's, that, that's a, a real interesting one as well. And you look at, I think, and, and I might be wrong, but I think crew might have tested the Pirelli after the end of last year maybe at the bend, but not just a new rider. There was new tyres coming into the team and that's a very important part of 
racing a motorcycle is that feel through a tyre. Um, so to have barely any testing time and then hit the track round one at Phillip Island, very fast track and uh, it, it, it's a huge process, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, definitely from a tyre point of view, like yep. it's it's the thing that's connecting, you know, your motorbike mm. to the road. So um, your, your, your feeling, your sensation with that is is super critical and the the different feeling that you get from just different even in the same same brand of tire you can have different um uh styles of of tire within that brand and they and they offer such a different feeling but then obviously changing to a completely different brand like that makes such a big difference as well so um yeah look to be honest for me it probably wasn't as critical because I'd, I've been with Pirelli, I've been riding mm. on Pirelli for, for a number of years now and um, have a really good feeling and sensation with the Pirelli tyre. Um, probably more so for for crew to, to adapt because he come yep. from, the team had come from Dunlop and moved to Pirelli for, for 2022. Um, so for him, it was just a matter of adapting back to the tyre. He'd raced on Pirelli's in the past, yep. um, but just adapting back to that feeling, that sensation. But um, I suppose also too for the team, like, yeah, like they'd spent a whole year working with, with, with Dunlop and then yep. to come to come back to Pirelli, they sort of have to find their feet and, and, and see what works. You know, obviously in the space of a year, the tyres develop and change. So some of their data and settings that they had on, had yep. on you know, uh, for previous circuits and previous, um, you know, they've just their previous settings, like it changes a bit. So, um, yeah, for them, it's a matter of learning and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, definitely, definitely uh, is a big thing and super critical to, uh, to go on racing. So for the people that listen, the, the nerdy ones and the techie ones, sort of a bit like myself, um, like you have a pretty consistent tyre choice that you run through the year. And people know it. I write the Pirelli race report. So it's out there. People, it, it's, people see it. So I'm not talking about anything that shouldn't be spoken of. But when someone runs, say, an SCX, right, or an SC1, um, A1126 or whatever, what, what, do you, what, what, what is the feel? Like say an SCX, like that's the fast, fast tyre at the moment, right? What, what's the feeling? You're saying about different feel through one brand. What is it? Yeah, so so our, our front tyre was stayed super consistent all year. I'm pretty sure yep. we stuck to the SC1 mm. all, all season long. But for the rear, um, we yeah we have multiple different options. So like I said, the SCX. Um, earlier in the year, we had the uh, was a what was it was it Y, y something rather Y11. Well. Yeah, I can't, well, I can't remember the numbers. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of numbers, but <laughs> it was a Y something. I, yeah. I just get on the bike and ride it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we had a few different few different yep. options with the tyres. So um, the one that I feel the best on was the the softer, more grippy tyre. Probably doesn't it's more uh, less durable, but yep. but um, but has more edge grip. And for me and my riding style, that suited me really well because on the side of the tyre, you got lots of grip there. The bike's very planted. Um, there's it's it's more stable there's less movement from the bike um you can get to the throttle earlier carry more corner speed like all these kind of things um whereas when you say you go to the the a uh, tire um more durable tire yeah um but less grip on the edge of the tire and so then i found that that was quite difficult for my riding style because it limited the amount of corner speed that you carry limited the way that you had to use the you could get on the throttle the amount of throttle that you could use at the edge of the tire um and so you have to adapt your riding style to suit that that tires it becomes a little bit more of a park and fire style of corner yep. um, with that tire in whereas with the softer tires it's more of a u shape and you can carry a lot more corner speed so um yeah it just changes your your sensation and i suppose that uh whilst the lap times can be super similar like very 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 close you can nearly do the same lap time with the with with between the two tires um you you tend to find that um 
if if a, if a rider suits one one tire more than the other, yes, they can change and adapt to suit the other one. But if it just clicks and feels good early on, you know what I mean. You don't have to change. You have to look for ways to to to, to adapt and work your way around it. Um, it, it it's just better for you. Like you just yeah. you get going faster, you get going sooner. Um, it's just better. It's just easier. So so can you feel it from the first lap? Absolutely. Yeah, straight yeah, away. Yeah. yeah, straight away. Yeah, 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 straight away. Yeah, it's 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 noticeable straight away. And I think that's like it's just a it's just a level of refinement that you're at with your riding. So mm. uh, obviously, you know, we're riding the bikes, um, you know, to their limit. So so realistically, we go out and you you do one one or two laps, and you can be on lap record pace. You know what I mean? Like yep. it doesn't take very long, and you and you can ride that bike to that level. So you're just super refined with your with your riding, um, super refined with your sensation and feeling with the bike. Uh, so, and that's a, that's our job. That's you know that's my job. Mm. My job is to be able to to feel those things and 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 try to extract the most out of it um, and re- relay feedback to the team so they can you know adjust the settings on the bike and whatnot to be able to find that extra little you know tenth or hundredth of a second here and there. So um, yeah, you can you can certainly feel it. Yeah, early on. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's so damn cool. <laughs> like from the from the layman like myself like I. I just sit there and listen to that and think that's, that's such a cool thing to be able to understand yeah. f- through your handlebars. Yeah, Basically, sure. that's your feel. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely. That and your yeah, footbags, yeah. really. Yep. Yeah, for, for sure. Resets. For sure. Let's rip into round one. Mm. Um, well, actually, pre-season test at QR was just basically a content day for most teams, really. It was just trying to churn out things just to try and get the season started, posters, everything, like that sort of thing. So round one, got to Phillip Island. Um, fastest track on the calendar? Yeah, yeah, Phillip Island's our fastest circuit that we go to. Yep. Um, yeah, in Australia, definitely. How, how, how is the confidence rocking into Phillip Island? How, how, like, can you cast your memory back to that? How did you feel coming into that? Yeah, to be honest, uh, trying to remember back yep. to the start of the year is a little bit difficult, but I know that I wasn't, um, you know, super confident going into the first round only because I knew that we'd. Um, We'd we'd had a we'd had a struggle with with like I said you know getting getting seat time yep. seat time was super critical um, mm. for me to adapt to the bike um, and so coming into the first round with limited seat time it was you know a little bit tough but uh, regardless it was just you know that's the way it is you have to yep. suck it up and get on with it so um, you know we 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 just we went out there did the races gathered data I improved my feeling with the bike and um, by the end of the weekend uh, I think we came away with a third place so yeah. Really, it was a pretty solid first round with all things considered. So, um, yeah, I mean, overall, very happy, very satisfied with that weekend. But at the same time, you always want more. So, um, <laughs> yeah, ending ending the weekend though, you know, it was a, it was a pretty solid first first weekend on the bike, definitely. Yes, it was. I think it was four three. So four of fourth in the first race, third in the second, or yep. something like that. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, um, yep. had a battle with your teammate, yep. like a good battle with your teammate. So. I think that's the recipe for things that you need to do. So it's good to walk away from that weekend in, um, yeah, third, yeah, third overall for the weekend third too. Overall. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And I think too for me, like, not only was it just the result, like, overall the, the result, but um, you know, at that point in time, you know, crew was my my teammate. He was yep. he, he was my gauge. Like, you know, he he's the guy who's been riding the bike and working with the team, yep. um, you know, for a number of years, and so. For me to come to the bike to the team on the bike, it was like, okay, he's a guy they've got to try and try and catch and, and mm. chase and, and 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 be level with at, at the least. And so by the end of the weekend, you know, he he was still had a gap on me, but you know, throughout the weekend, slowly closed that gap down, and I could see that, you know, 
it was certainly possible to, 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 to be able to then, you know, close that gap down and um, potentially be faster than that. So for me, that was, that, was, that was a good weekend just to get a really good gauge of yep. where I was at based, uh, based off of him. Round two, we come up to Queensland Raceway. First time back at Queensland Raceway for a number of years. Uh, pole position, two race wins. Like, did, did, did we have a test there in between? I don't think there was – there wasn't like a – I'm not sure that there was an official test. I actually can't remember. I can't exactly remember what, either. I just, I just know – I know, though, that we did we, – we, we made a big effort to get back to Queensland Raceway and do some riding, mm. um, do some test time on, on that circuit. I think with – yeah, I think the Yamaha team, we, we went as a team yep. and did some, did some test time. And like that was that was sort of where the breakthrough came was at around that top point in time doing yep. some of our testing there. That was I got to go and just do like hundreds of laps out of Queensland Raceway and just like basically mould myself into the bike. Really yep. is what is what happened. Yep. So I got a super good sensation and feeling with the bike. Um, you know, work with the team to make some adjustments and you know setting changes with the bike that really suited my riding style and. And that's where that's where things really started to click. And so obviously we saw that then at round two at Queensland Raceway. You know, it's a it's a circuit that is a it's a home circuit for me. Um, you know, I live on the south side of Brisbane, so um, it's only it's only forty five minutes for me to get out there. So I've done a lot of riding, so much riding as a as a teenager growing up there. So I've almost got a groove around the circuit. Yep. But um, but nonetheless, the Australian Superbike Championship hadn't we hadn't been there in quite a number of years, it's been yeah. a long time. So going back there although it was a track that i know very well still sort of you know unfamiliar a little bit um but yeah like getting back to the results like that was just it was a dominant weekend and again it was just it was just because i'd found myself at home like really really at home with the bike and the team uh, that weekend so um super super cool weekend just yeah. awesome to be able to do it um, at a home round, like there's a lot, a lot of, lot of your, lot of your fans are there. You know, you've yep. got, um, yeah, a lot of support. So to be able to, to get a result there was, was really cool. And adding to it was just that, um, uh, whilst I had the belief that I'd be able to win on the Yamaha, yep. um, it was just great to be able to show that it was possible. And mm. and and so whilst I'm sure that you know, there was belief that it could be done from others. It, then it was there was no doubt, you know, like we, we did it, we won, yep. um, proved that the bike can win. So then it was like, okay, we've done that. Now the challenge is let's go and win somewhere else. Mm. So that's where we finished up at the end of the weekend. It was like, it was a really, really good boost um, of morale for the team, not only for myself, but everybody in the team. And, and just, uh, it was a confidence boost. Um, a bit of a reality check that okay, this is serious. Like we can actually do this, yep. and um, and it was like, all right, well, let's go to the next track and uh, see how we go. What's it like walking away from that round? Like, like uh, podium wise, it was one of the most busy podium areas I think I've seen. Well, actually, it was probably one of the busiest events in general. Crowd was really good. QR must feel pretty good. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I mean, like, it's fantastic to be able to have that level of of crowded support at the at the circuit, and and just the the, the placement, I suppose, of where the podium is and mm. how it all sort of works there with the, where the spectators um, sort of enter and exit. Um, they walk, uh, you know, have easy access to the podium there. So it's um, yeah, super cool to to be able to you know take a double win there and 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 share that success with with a with a bunch of people that have you know just cheered you on while you and watched you watch you do it so it's been yeah it's a really cool atmosphere i suppose mm. yeah just awesome atmosphere so um yeah yeah definitely one of the better ones of the year that's for sure watching uh turn one right coming into turn one your and your corner entry speed is 
uh, I'd love to have data on yours, right? But your corner entry speed into turn one was significant. Like you must have such a nice feeling on that bike, and that was still early in the season of um, that first uh, first point of tipping into the corner. Must feel really good on that first entry point, yeah. Yeah, and that's probably the key thing. That, like as the years gone on, that's 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 the that's the key thing that I sort of highlighted with that motorbike. Yeah. Like it's just super strong corner entry. Like yeah. that's that's where it excels. Mm. Um, it's it's its ability to run in there at a higher speed than yep. than the other bikes and still maintain the line that you want to go on. Mm. Um, that's where it's that's where it's super strong. Um, and I suppose you know uh, part of that that weekend was just you know my track knowledge of the circuits and and then being able to exploit like get the most out yep. of the bike and and the circuit. Um, but yeah, definitely definitely turn one and turn two were my my strongest strongest corners on that on that on that uh, circuit and um yeah you could see that whenever we were i was around anybody else that was on the track like it was just night and day difference between the yeah. speeds um of me and the other guys which makes like the the turn two one such a crucial one to get that run down that you know whatever the straight length is it's 800 meters or whatever it's a very long straight um so crucial to get that drive out of there and you could see it just the exit of two as well it was really really good and obviously that flow from one to two and um on the friday um that's pretty loud um on the friday um i, I was filming at the exit, exit of turn one it's just that rise as you're coming out towards the ripple strip you're the only one at that point with the front wheel in the air as you clip up i think you click up another like a short shift in between and i'm like oh he's he's going here like there was no time i had no timing or anything but you could just see that rhythm clicking in really cool to watch you know whereas a yeah. few of them were more um few people were more sliding it around a little bit more where you had the flow click and then tip it was it was to dissect it and stand there for a session it's pretty cool to watch yeah and i think like um you know obviously i can't uh, you know talk from myself say because i don't watch from the outside yep. you know what i mean but visually like obviously i've been and watched watch other riders and, and mm. all kind of thing but you can see like when when it's on like when it's working well you, you oh, like yeah. it just it just flows it just looks good everything's yep. nice and clean you can just it's visually you know um apparent you know yeah. in comparison between the riders so yeah yeah definitely i know what you're talking about um definitely from a feeling point of view um that that that's just again like i said leading up to that weekend just so many laps around the circuit yep I, I could do that just lap after lap after lap like i was just i just had it dialed had it nailed like reference points were like yep. just, just to to it's the perfect. to the millimeter you know what i mean it was yep. just absolutely perfect and yeah and that's and then that's what you see in the race you just see you know you got a bit of a gap there and it's just every every lap you just open up a little bit more a little bit more yep. just because you're just that little bit faster through there and it's all just working well because it is dense like we're talking nothing like is it it's so minute over over that period of time you know um so yeah after that we went to wakefield park wakefield park is um a difficult track like uh yeah very difficult track but it always makes for some really good battles because it is so tight you had probably one of the boldest overtaking moves in that race uh, of the season. Do you remember it? Yeah, absolutely. That's good. I eh? wouldn't forget that one. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, look, I'll start off with Wakefield Park because yep. 
the circuit is one I'd call them a bo- bogey track. Like I don't, I don't, um, I've never really gone fantastic around there. I've got okay, but yep. not fantastic. And so, so going there, it was like this. That was exciting for me to go to Wakefield Park after yep. having come on, come away from Queensland Raceway with a pole position and two wins. Yep. I was like, all right, let's see if we can do it now at, at Wakefield Park. And um, you know, a track that I didn't like so much. So, uh, yeah, as the weekend turned out, it was 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 a great weekend for us. But um, getting to the to the actual overtake itself. Um, I think that was uh, race one. I think we were about, I don't know, three laps to go or something, f- f- three or four laps to go. Yep. And, uh, yeah, just I'd sort of – I'd been following Wayne all race and we were riding like what felt to me like pretty much on the limit. Like there wasn't really – it's a tight track. There's not really anywhere easy to pass. And, the you know, the place that seemed sort of easy easier to pass – it wasn't because he was stronger there. He was stronger than me in 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 the in the sections of the track that that would be sort of your normal overtaking places. So yep. I was sort of just riding along the whole race, just going, "What am I going to do now?" Like, yeah. <laughs> and just the laps <laughs> are counting down. I'm like, "Oh, I get run out of time here, so I have to yep. come up with something." And um, yeah, I just sort of, you know, I tried. Obviously, all race, you try and different things to see if you can get a run somewhere to sort of line up a pass and just adjusting your line and and you know changing your speed in some sections just to see if you can just get your front wheel up the side of his bike so that way then you can sort of start to make the pass but you know I wasn't really having any success there for 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 quite a long time but um yeah just made a a small little change going into the first corner the first corner is quite fast and it's it's quite a challenging sort of corner because you you come down the straight wide open on the gas you tip into the first corner flat out and then you've got to start to roll off and and get on the brake at lean angle um and as you run through there it's it go it's the speed slows down you end up in second gear and you go into a really tight right hand corner so it's really hard to um uh, be accurate and and judge it like really correctly so um it's actually quite a super tricky section of the track but i i just tried to uh, adjust my line through there and adjust my speed i I ran i let the bike run a little bit wider um when i was on the bright on the brake and and when i come into that um yeah that tight uh, second corner there just sort of let the bike drift out wide and as I started to turn in there just try to really bring the bike in nice and tight and crack the gash really early and try to go for an inside line driving on the exit um, up the hill because typically the line through there is that you carry a bit more mid corner speed let the bike run wide on the exit and just use all the, all the track on the exit and yep. let the bike spin and drive up the hill that way but um, yeah I thought I'd just try and get a bit more of a uh, an inside line, maybe a little bit shorter distance up the hill as well, and um, yeah, much to my surprise, it just it worked, and like it, I only sort of just made it stick, but um, yeah, it, it came off, and and then once I was in the lead, like I actually had a little bit little bit more pace than than Wayne at that moment, and was able to pull a bit of a gap, so um, yeah, fortunately then he wasn't able to attack me in the mm. in the places that he was stronger, so um, yeah, managed to hang on for the next couple of laps and uh, get the win. It was pretty pretty cool, pretty special. That was a good that was a good one, and. Like anyone that has been to Wakefield, standing on that um, the brick, it's it's one of those cool tracks. I restate that one of those. <laughs> it's one of those tracks, right? That is is an old school track that you get to stand there, right? You ride on it, and when you get the super bike coming past, as it starts to tip to go into that sort of, it's not even a corner, you know, that bend as the diameter of the tire changes, the sound of the bike is unreal like it's one of those cool sections to stand and that would have been cool to witness in real life as you come around there that would have been a pretty special moment you know yeah for sure like it, it and that's the thing <coughs> about that circuit it's just it's a spectator circuit that yep. you know you can see the whole track and exactly yes. that you can stand right on the 
pit wall and there's nothing stopping you from being able to just put your arm out and yeah. touch the guy right past you. <laughs> it yeah. is. It's one of those places still. Like, and uh, they're they're a bit hard to come by these places these these days. So, yeah. So pole position, race win, uh, second race. I think maybe second. Yep. Second place. So yeah, had a pole Round position. Win. Yeah, pole position, race win in that first race, and then uh, a, a second place in the in the last race for yep. for overall first place. Forty six points. Yes. Yep. Yes. So um. So yeah. Look, it was um. Forty six. No, no. Maybe fifty one. No. If you got the if you got the two wins. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't yeah, do yeah, my yeah, math. Yeah. I was going to say I was I was thinking I was thinking oh we got that on camera too. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you got your, uh, your okay, forty six. Yeah. So fifty one at the second round because you got the two wins that's right. on the yeah, pole. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And about. then yeah, the yeah. Uh, one, two, one. Yep. Or one point. Yep. Forty six for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you traded. Wayne would have been forty-five. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was one one point difference between us for the oh, for the wow. overall win. Yep. Yeah. So because I came across when I when I lost to Wayne in the second race. Yep. I was like screaming in my helmet. I was so mad because I thought that I didn't win the overall round. Because typically, what happens if you win, um, like if you, if you tie tie for you know for each of you get first and second in either yep. races, the guy who wins the the last race, like he he'll even if you tied on points, well then you would um he'd get the, oh, he'd get the win. Yeah. But I'd forgotten that I got pole position. That's a, an extra point, so that meant that I won the won the round. Um, so yeah, so I went from being mad to like, yeah, really excited, really happy. <laughs> yeah, because you you just got two round wins back to back at your bogey track at this point too. Exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. like a it was a massive thing, and like even though from a points point of view, like you know one point doesn't make does nothing. You know what I mean? No. Really, like at that point in time in the in the championship, like it didn't really make any difference. But but um, but yeah, just to do that, just just to have it on paper, like yeah, we won a quick QR, won again at at, uh, at Wakefield Park. Like it was just really cool to go back to back, back to back wins, and and yeah, two two super solid performances. It's a good start to the season. Three rounds in. Next round, you you head up to Darwin. Um, traditionally, um, and you, you've obviously done well up there as well. Very good for Ducatis up there. Uh, pole position again? No, no, not Darwin. Second. Second. Wayne was pole. Wayne pole. That's yep. right. But you end up getting another race win up there mm. as well. How, how's like you enjoy riding Darwin though too? Absolutely. Yeah. So how's that? So going going to Darwin, like I've just come off of two wins. You know, yep. QR Wakefield Park, full of confidence, full of belief in the in the team and the bike and everything. Yep. Like everything's working great. But going to Darwin was a little bit different because it's got a really, really long straight on it. Yeah, like you said, you know, it's it's uh, typically sort of would you would think would favour the bike with a bit more power, a bit more outright speed. Um, and and so, yeah, we were, we were, you know, as a team, we were a bit worried as to, you know, potentially what the results would be because it was a... Uh, being a weekend that we were there with the Viet supercars, it was a, it was a three race weekend. Mm. Typically, when we just do standalone events with ASBK, it's just just two races. So there's a total of 76 points up for grabs there, and you know if 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 uh, you, you, it can it can be a big swing in the championship, you know what I mean, championship points. So going there, definitely a little bit concerned, but also at the same time, it was um, still I suppose just staying focused on. Uh, what I'd been focused on at QR and what I'd been focused on at Wakefield Park, which was just extracting the most out of the bike, um, both myself and the bike, just getting the maximum out of it. And when I was able to do that, 
it, it, the results were great. So I figured that there shouldn't really be any difference going to Darwin. I knew that if we just put the work in um, and focused on those things, then and, and the focus was in the right area, then, then the results would come. Um, and yeah, it was a different weekend there is also because uh, you know, we'd done a lot of testing leading up to, you know, the previous rounds. Uh, with Darwin, it's a little bit different. So we, I think everybody has a, like a 30 day testing ban going into that weekend. So nobody, yeah. nobody, got, nobody had the opportunity to, to go up there and, and do any testing. So it was, it was just, it was just going to go there. Yep. We had Friday practice. We had, I think we had, can't remember if it was two or three practice sessions on Friday, but you go there and it's just like, who can be the fastest at the end of Friday practice is probably going to be in the hunt for the race wins. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just really come down to like how well and how efficient you could work throughout Friday to, to get the most out of yourself and the bike. So, um, that one, like I'd have to say the team did a pretty good job there because they gave me a bike by the end of Friday that I could win the races on. And, um, you know, whilst the feedback that I give was, was good enough for them to be able to do that, they were, yeah, they were, they were pretty in tune with what was going on. And, you know, it's, it's a completely different, uh, venue to the, what we'd been to before, like temperature there is completely different. So trying to work out the settings for the bike that were going to be ideal. That's, that's super tricky. So I think that's probably, you know, for me where I started, not started to like, it's just that, my relationship with Dylan was building, you know, my crew chief Dylan was building at that point and, and, and it sort of highlighted to me just how well and how good of a job he can do. So, and how yep. vital and critical he is to, to making me go fast. So yeah, that's sort of, um, yeah, it was an interesting weekend sort of leading into it. Um, in terms of the results for that weekend. So yes, qualified second, had a race win in the first race and then a second in the second race and a first in the in the last race. So first again was yeah. like awesome. Yeah, considering, like I said, considering leading yeah. into the weekend, it was kind of like I wasn't sure how it was going to go. You know, the st- competition was going to be pretty stiff, but we came, a lo- came away with there, like just extended the championship lead. was awesome. It's a pretty good feel. And uh, it was the same sort of deal as well, like just from the TV coverage I wasn't in that round, was um, that turn one, the, the entry speed, same thing, like just – uh, that trail break coming into the corner, you can just see a really nice pattern for that. What sort of feedback do you give? What, 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 what's you're a very calm person most of the time outside, from what I see. Um, when you come into the pit, what 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 what, what do you say? Like, what, is it, is it uh, you know, are you very uh, direct in your feedback, or what what, what do you say? Yeah, so um, we we work through a bit of a program throughout the uh, throughout the Friday practices. Yep. Um, and we're in a fortunate position where we have two motorbikes so we can run them different different settings between yep. the bikes. Um, and, and so basically my job is to uh, explain to Dylan the best way I possibly can the differences between the bikes and, and why they're different and wh- which one feels better and worse. Yep. You know, so just better and worse and why, really. Um, and so that's like... It got a, like, it's a hard one because you need to go in depth and, and you know... Um, be very descriptive about what's going on but at the same time you just got to keep it simple like yeah. you know um if it, if it if it feels better and at that time is better just whatever you've done to that motorbike just keep yeah. doing that more like make that. it make more of that <laughs> <laughs> more of that and yep. so then he'll do more of that and it, and then i go faster again so like it's clearly working you know what i mean so um yeah that's that's pretty much been like 
you know, our, 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 our debriefs that we have after, after a session, it's really just, yeah, analysing the differences between the two bikes, explaining why that is, um, and and then you know if we if we make that change further in that direction again for the next one, well, understanding if you know it's actually made it better again, or if mm-hmm. we've come to a crossroads, or you know just sort of really trying to analyse where we're going with the bike. Um, yeah, I suppose, like I said to you, like we try not to go too complicated with things because you can get really lost. Yep. So we just try to keep it pretty simple and and. Um, and yeah, I think that's you know that's the method, and it's been working well. Well, worked well all year. So now you, you come away from that round, like you've had some really good rounds. You're, you're sort of midway point at this point. Um, now you don't have to tell me your side of it, but I commentated the next round at um, ASBK. Um, commentators are starting to put the pressure on that. You know, you've got a points lead coming, and you're going to Morgan Park. That's the next one. People know that you're good at Morgan Park. Um, does the pressure come? Do you, like a few people outside of this that know that I know you ask me? Does Mike read things or does he see things online? And I'm like, I don't know. But if I'm guessing it, you wouldn't read none of the stuff that you see online, do you? I do. I actually see a lot of you it. Do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. I read. I read like you know, typically cycle online and you know yep. MC News. Like they're they're a major sort of you know media for sure. Um, you know places so yep. um so yeah i see i see a lot of it like uh yeah i spend a fair bit of time on on, on facebook so yep. i see all the all the things come through mostly just looking for stuff about myself really oh, <laughs> <laughs> most uh, of that's available over here yeah yeah, it's here, yeah. <laughs> no no but um no i i i keep track of um yep. yeah all of it because i'm just interested in you know passionate about motorcycle riding and, yep. and racing so i like to uh follow along with what's going on but um yeah, I suppose um, from a pressure point of view and like reading things, uh, um, I guess like I, I don't find that I get pressure from, from that. Like yeah. you, you read things and I suppose I just – it almost just motivates me more to, 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 to go better. Like Perfect. I, <laughs> so so when, when, I, when I read, I see things that go on like I – yeah, it's sort of – I don't know it's interesting. I, I don't yep. don't sort of worry me so much. It just sort of like, yeah, gets me motivated. Um, you know, I I know I know in my head what I, I can do. Albeit I, I, I didn't do maths very well before, but I can do maths. You know <laughs> what I mean? So 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 I know what the points yep. gap is. I know where I got to finish. I know what's going on. Like that's that's my job. Yep. That's what I do. You know what I mean? So yep. so I, I I've got that covered. And and you know at the end of the day, like all the other stuff, it, it's just, you know, it's white noise, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's completely irrelevant to you. And when you get in the zone on the motorbike, when the visor goes down and you're, and you're focused, yep. like you don't, you're not thinking about any of that stuff. You're just thinking about what's happening right in front of you and yep. you're fully focused on that. So, um, yeah, it doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't take me away from, from, you know, my, my little world that I'm in, my little bubble that I'm focused on. So, yep. um, yeah, I just try to stay focused on what I need to. And, and at the end of the day, you know, there's only, you can only control what, what you can, you know, you can't yep. do anything else. So all that other stuff, you just like, it's, it's interesting, it's interesting to read. Uh, I, I, f- I found it like as the year went on, it almost just got funnier and funnier for me. It just got more comical. So, um, yeah, particularly like like I've always said, you know, for me, re- let the results do the talking. Like you see, yeah. you see that on the track, and you know that's that's the bottom line. So makes sense. Yeah, it's just one of those things because quite literally, coming into that round at this point, there's a there's a pretty good lead coming through. Mm-hmm. You know, Morgan Park, uh, 
people just say it like it, it's it is your home track. You've done lots of laps there. You know the place, sort of like QR, you know. So we come into that. We go to there for a test about three weeks before. It's the coldest day I've ever had at Morgan Park. Do you remember this day? Yeah, it was freezing. It was the most <laughs> coldest day. And um, as tradition's been for the, every test this year, it was another wet test. Um, but really good weather coming into the race. So hardly any laps that day. I, I don't think anyone did any testing proper laps, I think. Um, then the Friday of Morgan Park was one of the wettest days we've actually ever had at Morgan Park. So same sort of deal. Practice, there was no laps. So coming into Saturday, it was, um, yeah, everyone for themselves basically, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, that was the that was a hard thing going into that weekend was just lacking uh, that track time. But at the same time, in that same sentence, like everybody was in the same boat For anyway. Sure. So like it was no different to like when we went to Darwin, nobody yep. tested going there. So yeah, you're, we all sort of really ended up with the same amount of track time let it, going in there. Um, and so, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, as the, as uh, leading into the weekend, I suppose, yeah, like I, I felt confident because it was a track that I've, you know, I've done, done well at um in the past many many laps um again like a like a home track for me so um you know at that point in time you know really gel well with the bike and the team and everything so i thought we could have a really strong weekend um but i'd never never underestimate the level of competition um and so that um that weekend uh it's actually it's actually whilst whilst it's a home circuit for me and I've done well there in the past. It's actually, if you look at, at Wayne's results there, he's done really well there uh, over the years. Yeah. So for me, he, he was, you know, and he has been all year, been the like the competitor to beat. Yep. Um, so so going into that weekend, I sort of like knew that he was going to be going to be pretty strong. Um, and yeah, as it panned out, I went uh, I went second in qualifying and, and two seconds in the races. So. Um, yeah, I was probably a little bit bummed that weekend. You know, mm. was hoping for a little bit more, and for sure, if if I'd have done a little, been able to do a little bit more that weekend, then you know, from a championship point of view, would would have like been pretty close to like fairly being solid there on on being certain of winning the championship. Yep. Um, but obviously, leaving that weekend, Wayne clawing back like eleven points in the championship. Yeah. Um, then going you know, looking to go to his home circuit at Phillip Island uh, where he does exceptionally well at um, and we hadn't done so well there earlier in the year. Um, you know, it was like, ah, oh, okay, the, the championship's still still open. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, I was I was I was I was, <laughs> I was trying to trying to run away with it, but you yeah. know, in his mind, he was trying to trying to bring it back. So, so yeah, so that that weekend was, um, yeah, just also too because it was such such a close finish for the races, like. Yeah. You, you you lost the race and you lost a decent chunk of points but it was by such a little amount like i think in both races were like a, the, the lost lost the like the total time that i finished second by was like less than a second or something so yeah such a such close racing there that's for sure just that like yeah that was it's hard to comment on that one that was such a it's such a strange round so many things obviously epis getting that amazing start at the start um, then Wayne coming through, he had to fight to get up there, I think, as well. I'm thinking the first race, and yeah, he 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 rode outstanding at that track, you know. And that move uh, that he pulled down towards uh, turn nine, turn ten, that's a big move. Absolutely, that's yeah. commitment. Plus, yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, I mean, I watched back, I watched back the race, and yep. And I think about it in my head a lot. Like, um, what could you do different? I wish I would have just closed the line a little bit more. Like, okay. I, I I'd run. 
So through through this section of track, you you come down, you go through a fast left hander into a fast right hander. Yep. Um, and the problem, the, the the tricky decision you've got to make there is, is that when you go through the left-hander, you've got two options. You either let the bike run the speed through the middle of the corner yep. and let it run out wide, which means that you have a tight sort of entry for the for the next right-hander. means you carry good speed through that first left and no one can sort of get around you, but it tightens up the next right-hand corner. And also, too, there's quite a lot of bumps there mm. um, going into the next right. So my style and the way that I like to ride that the this section of track is to when I go through the left I sacrifice a little bit of mid corner speed keep the bike nice and tight on the exit of the left yeah. which really opens up the right hand on the entry going in there you can really drive through stay away from the bumps and, and not that you stay away from the bumps but you just change the angle that your bike's on you don't have to carry so much cor- uh, lean angle yep. you just have the bike a little bit more upright so when you hit the bumps it's a little bit safer mm. um, and so like I, that's the line that I like to run. That's that's the way I like to go. Um, during that race, uh, Troy Herfoss had actually um, had passed me and been been in front of me, and he ran yeah the the different style line. So he'd run into that first left hand to let it run wide a little bit, and actually for a couple laps there, I tried to follow him through there, and I hit those bumps so hard, and it was yeah. so uncomfortable, and not not that it was uncomfortable like. It, it it felt it felt bad. It was uncomfortable, as in like, man, I'm gonna crash the bike. It was yeah. so bad. Like it was just so rough. And and um, uh, yeah, I was like, man, I don't know if I can really run that line. And so in the moment that it come down to on the last lap, and I was in the lead, Wayne was Wayne was behind me, and I like I'd already been past the start finish line, seeing there was you know plus zero. I knew Wayne was was yeah. right behind me. He was looking for a way past. In the, in the split second decision that I made as to what line to run through there, I, I immediately reverted to my, my natural line and, mm. and which meant that I didn't close the door going into that next right-hander. And that all sort of probably came from during the race having run that line earlier on and like, yeah, gone nearly nearly over yep. the limit. Um, yeah, just 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 sent, sent me to the inside of, you know, stay, stayed stayed tight on the exact left-hander and that just left the door wide open for Wayne to come through. Wow. Super ballsy move from him though, regardless, yeah. because like it's a fast section of the track there. Um, not a Bumpy, rough, yep. like it's uh, hard to judge, hard to be accurate and precise there. So, um, yeah, and he did a fantastic pass. Like it was, yep. it was awesome. Um, I tried in the moment that I saw his front wheel go up the inside of me, I, I the immediate thing for me to do was just like attack. Like I've got to I've got to race Wayne yeah. around the outside through this corner to try to to try to be with him to to the next corner and try to outbreak him into the next yeah. corner. Still be able to do something because I know if I just give up the spot, well then like there's a, there was only like three corners to go. Like I'm like yeah. I'm not. There's no way I'm ever going to come back from that. You know what I mean? Mm. To be able to 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 beat him to the line. So I immediately try to race him around the outside. That was a bad bad decision. Because so did you like? Um, and hopefully, more than likely, the people who listen to this have watched it. Did you just wick the throttle a bit more, or just it's real? Di- and people that don't have a ridden there or whatever, it's real dirty out there too. So it doesn't take much to spin or whatnot. So t- tell me about that. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a little bit dirty out there, but more than anything, was just like in the in the in the exact like the heat of the moment. In that exact moment, would have just bit, bit too much throttle. Like had a lot more lean angle than I'd been carrying any other time through there and just with that amount of throttle like just spun the back up and I was pretty close to high siding myself off the bike Um, and it was pretty it was a pretty aggressive um, I suppose lose or you know like uh, save whatever you want to call it like it was it was super aggressive it chucked me around on the bike and threw me around a bit there I think my feet come off the pegs and 
yeah, sort of rattle me a bit. So, you know, I was, look, uh, I was, but at the same, at, at the, in the in the split second that that happened, the next split second was like the race is on. I just got to yeah. <laughs> back on the gas. I got to try to I got to try to catch up to Wayne. Like I was only three corners ago. I knew it was all over. But you know, you just sort of yep. you're just a racer. You got to you keep going flat out. So yeah, I was. Uh, it it um people said to me after the after the race like they had watched it and seen it. And they were like, wow, it was a big big moment. Like uh, you came yep. pretty close and. And, and yeah, and I did, I felt it was like a big moment, but because I suppose of adrenaline and the, the level of focus and the zone that you're in, like it, uh, you didn't, I don't know, I didn't really think much of it. Like it was mm. just like it had happened and it was done and forgotten about it. So <laughs> it was, it was. And, and I think the other thing too, because Chris, you're riding still, Mike, you're so, you are clinical with it. It was the first time that any of us actually seen the bike a bit loose uh, so far at that point in the season. Uh, it was like, oh, wow. Like, because you gelled so well from the start. There was one, I don't know if people know, but that you had one low side at Phillip Island in a test. Apart from that, it had been pretty in line the whole time. So, like, as a spectator, you're like, oh, gee, that's that's a huge moment. But uh, for you on it, it's just, yeah, how it is, I guess, you just, know. Just part of it. Just part of it. <laughs> but, yeah, for, for anyone else on the sideline, it's like, wow, wow. Because we, we hadn't seen you. It just looked so clinical, you know, to that point. So, um yeah, I can imagine the feeling coming away from that one too because you had the elation of QR, uh, local, home, everything, and Morgan Park brings the same crowd pretty much, uh, or same um, same friends and whatnot. And, uh, you know, second place is awesome, but you're everyone out there is a winner. So uh, it'd be, it's a hard feeling, I guess, you know, and we've spoken about that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, exactly that. You know, the the support that you've got yep. that, that I had at Queensland Raceway, you got the same level of support there at Morgan Park. Yep. You know, they're they're probably expecting to see the similar performance from from QR. Um, and and when that doesn't happen, it was just this is a bit of a letdown. It was just yeah. like, ah, oh, damn. Like, uh, and so yeah. Anyway, it was. Um, yeah, it would have been obviously just the like I said, it was just so close. It would have been would have been nice just to be on the yep. other side of that and had another fantastic weekend. But um, I guess it's just a real reality check, and you got to you know you got to you got to realize that um, you can't win every race, and that I suppose you really have to respect your competitors. Like yeah. you know, when it comes to on track riding, you can't give them an inch. That's for sure. Absolutely. Now you walk away from that weekend. That's that's August. Now we've discovered that you read the comments, right? So you've got now from. August to November before you officially have a round. That's a long time to yeah. to sit around and train. And you did a Vic Road Race Championship in Phillip Island, and you, you got to ride and stuff. But it's a long time before your your season kicks back in between August and November. Um, at the point of leaving Morgan Park, I think you potentially could have been fifty one points in the lead. I can't but remember you, to be honest. But you come because of the second place and not the pole. I think it was thirty nine points out of there. Yeah. So. Coming into uh, Phillip Island, like you said, the second half of the season where Wayne goes back to back to there and Brian and everyone else that's in the mixture uh, goes back to Phillip Island. Then Josh Waters steps in to ride another Ducati as part of that team as well. Um, two rounds to go. We're going to Phillip Island. Uh, obviously, we do a MotoGP wildcard, not wildcard, but um, support race. You know, uh, They're hard races because you're on it either – six o'clock in the morning or 10 to 10 at night, whatever it is. But it's a great weekend and obviously it's great for the sport to have the superbikes in that there as well. So we get through that weekend, we get to World Superbike. Um, it's a proper round, super sport, um, superbike, uh, and obviously the 300s there as well. So 
Um, tell me your thoughts leading into into that round. And, and for me, this only feels like a week ago. This has come around like we're in December, a couple of days before Christmas now. And um, this only feels like a few days ago, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it, you know, reality is it was only sort of really a month ago, I suppose. Yep. Um, but, um, but yeah, it does. It feels like it only happened yesterday. Um, yeah, look, leading into that weekend, you know, we're, we're going there uh, knowing that, you know, Wayne's super strong there. Yep. Um, it's his, it's his home circuit. He's he's very, very strong there, capable of winning the three. It's, it's a three-race weekend yes. for that weekend. We're with World Superbike, so we have three three races. Um, you know, again, that's a massive chunk of chunk of points that uh, Wayne can can claw back in the championship. So uh, definitely, definitely a uh, little bit concerned about that. Um, you know, like you mentioned, they, they put Josh uh, Waters on the, on the bike as well um, for the last three rounds of the championship. Yeah. Uh, what, which, which at the time when that was announced, you know, to me just really seemed like uh, a way for, for for Wayne to be able to, you know, give him give him the best chance of being able to to win the championship, um, because ideally that Wayne would win the races and then Josh would settle for second and and essentially put me back to like at the best maybe a third place, yeah. which just opens that points gap up even further um, and closes down the championship points, you know, significantly more. So. Um, for me, that's that's what I seen, you know, in that moment. Um, uh, that that was the that was that was the play. That's what that's what uh, that's what we're yep. up against. Um, but I was uh, I was still reasonably confident that um, we were going to have a better weekend there because you know the first round of the championship um, that was at Phillip Island. Like I said, we we had limited testing. We were we were just finding our feet, getting all that yep. sort of you know. And we we performed reasonably well. So then I was thinking, okay, well I've, you know I've had a fair bit of time on this bike. Like we we got a pretty good setting with it. Um, everything's going really good. It'll be good to see how we go when we come back. Uh, and so so for me, leading in the weekend, it was it was one side was a bit concerned, the other side was like still confident, and you know obviously always just hoping that we were yep. going to come away with a great result. But um, but uh, yeah, as the weekend, uh, as we got into the weekend, more than anything, the weather just played played havoc. Um, yeah. yeah, it was uh, you know patchy conditions throughout the weekend, and um, yeah, we had uh, our first wet race of the of the year. So yep. um, I can't remember what happened in qualifying. That was that was dry, I think. Yeah, that was dry. Yeah, we had the, a Friday qualifying. Maybe? Yeah, Friday qualifying. Yeah. The, the the track was dry and the pace was fast it was so fast like right. it was it was really really quick i'm sure i'm sure it's josh waters set the lap record yep. yeah in, in qualifying um which wasn't um which wasn't uh like that wasn't um unexpected because we'd seen josh on the on that bike like you said when we did some you know we did the moto gp yep. support races we'd seen josh have been super fast on the bike already so so we knew that he was going to be quick again this weekend um so yeah the the pace for qualifying was super hot hot um i think i might have qualified fifth i think i was fifth on the yep. grid for qualifying um but we come to the first race and and it was a wet race um and so everyone's had fairly limited time uh in the in the wet i know that um i know that i'd done in all the tests that we'd been to we spent a lot of time sitting around and not riding the bike so yeah um 
and in that moment that was like ah well we probably should have been wow. <laughs> we probably should have been uh we probably yep. should have been doing some testing in the wet <laughs> yes. when we had the opportunity yeah but um but uh the only guy that had been doing lots of uh lots of riding in the wet was uh brian starring yeah so 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 going into that race i was like pretty confident that that he was gonna gonna be um able to you know go for the win so like for me at least that was like okay well maybe maybe wayne won't get the full you know three race wins here and we'll sort of be okay um there was actually quite a lot of um a lot of stress leading into that that first race um because the, like i said the weather was patchy and and it's so changeable down there at phillip island yes. so one second it was it was dry then all of a sudden it was bloody wet and we're only you know 20 minutes before our race starts and it's pouring rain um, and and it actually caught it caught a few people out caught caught my we caught us out a little bit we were sort of um, uh, I, I, I don't know I don't know what happened but we we, we didn't we weren't really ready for the, for the wet race I don't know how that happened yeah. um, but Wayne and and I think Josh weren't ready either um, uh, who else was uh, yeah. Ant West and maybe Glenn Allerton there was a few of us that sort of got it was a about bit, six or seven yeah yep. yeah sort of got uh, there was a there was a there was a mix up with the schedule as well something something happened um, leading into that race anyway there was a bunch of us that that um, yeah, we'd, we'd sort of came super close to missing the start of the race, basically, is what happened. Um, yep. It was a massive rush around. I, I was, I was, I had a time that I was set to, to get ready to start the race for. And so I'm, my, my routine leading into the, the race, I do a bit of a warm up. Um, I work with a, with a trainer and we do some exercises and things like that to, to get myself in the zone ready for the race. And next thing, it's like it's a two minute call to, till the race starts and I'm outside not in my kit nothing's ready to go like bikes in bits I was like whoa we're gonna probably miss this race and yep. I was like yeah oh, had a fair bit of fair bit of stress at that moment um so yeah in the space of like two minutes kits on everything's ready to go straight out there on the bike um and uh anyway that um to much to my surprise in that moment it wasn't just me it was also wayne and um and i was like wow that's uh that's a bit mm. unusual um and so so I, and it was it was interesting like i could see for some reason i still felt really calm I, I i don't know like i was stressed that getting to the point of 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 the start of the race but once i got onto the grid everything went calm and i relaxed and i suppose that i told myself that you know being being stressed and worried about anything like it's 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 not gonna it's not gonna help like it's just gonna make yep. things so so much worse and yeah just like i said immediately this like uh calmness came over and i was just relaxed and actually felt pretty good and i was like you know it's it's just one race and you just need to finish the race and yeah. ride the bike like i've been doing riding for a number of years anyway convinced myself that i'd be fine and everything was all good but um i could i could physically see the the tension um, and maybe the worry and the stress from from some of the other guys that were on the grid there, and and that was like I was a bit like I was like ah oh, that's gonna be that's not gonna go very well in this race. Like I mm. could see that there was something was up, and um, and sure enough, we started the race and to the second corner, and Wayne crashed out, and I just like part of me just couldn't believe it. Like I was just like man, like this is this is a wet race and like you don't you can't win in the first lap like yeah. there's a, you got to go to the finish line you know what i mean and and you don't know what's going to happen like it's such a such a mixture like um 
when the when the when the th- weather throws those conditions, like you sort of really just need to find like, spend a few laps, find your feet, and and yep. get the feeling there. And that that's my approach. Like I just you know sort of want to find my feet and 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 ride to where you feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Like uh, that's that to me in my mind is a better approach than trying to go gung ho at the start and and not finishing at all. You know, yep. which is essentially where Wayne ended up. And I just I just rode around the whole race just wondering what the hell happened. Like I just wow. <laughs> see. So you seen that, like obviously Wayne was at the front. Um, I think you dropped a few positions at the start. I think that might be right. Anyway, so you seen obviously Wayne has his uh, incident there. Uh, so you seen that from the start, and yeah, wow. Yeah, like and it just I, I was like in that yep. moment I was just like, all right, well, I just I got to finish this race. Like yep. it, even if it's not pretty, even if the results not fantastic, I just got to finish this race because I'm going to look like pretty big wally if i crash as well you know what sure. i mean like this is a chance for me to you know um gain some more points in the championship yep. you know this moment i'm starting to really think about the championship and you know for me it's uh it's 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 like just finish the race yep. and so um it was really super tricky conditions I actually um yeah i found it quite tough uh really really hard to to get going and and get some speed get some feeling with the bike it, the track seemed really really sl- i know it's wet like obviously it's going to be slippery but it's felt more slippery than normal yep. um for a for a wet surface um yeah so i actually uh struggled quite a lot found it quite difficult yeah i think i might have finished the race around like ninth or tenth or something like that yep. like um result wasn't fantastic but at the end of the day it was a it was a bunch of points and yep. that's what you needed to do so um i just like after the race, was just want to just forget about that race. Like yeah. just, let's just get focused on the next ones. <laughs> we just had to turn the aircon off. We got cold. You wouldn't think so on the twenty <laughs> second of December, but um, we um that that race, right? So that race one, um, the panic. Like same thing. My my job is to be on the grid to take photos. I had no idea that there was photos, videos being able to happen at that point because I didn't know that the grid was going to be lining up like that. Like. It was mayhem for every single person in that field. I got down to the grid <laughs> and I seen you and I must say you're talking about the tension of some of the other riders. You, you, you were just completely – it was like I hadn't spoken to you. It was like when, when a, a horse sees headlights, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Mike, you, you, you're all good? And it's the visor. Remember that? Yeah, I do, yeah. And I'm like, um, what do you need? And he's like, oh, you had the uh, you had your dark visor because yeah. it was supposed to – it was going to be a wet race the whole race, but it turned out that it just changed. But um, I haven't ran that far in my life. Oh, not in my life, <laughs> since I was a kid. So I ran back, got your visor and stuff. But by the time I got back to the grid, the grid, had, the, the gate had shut. That all happened within the shortest of times. Like I think probably that all that thing's happening externally – probably made you not even think about the race until you said about your calmness, visor down, and then it happened. So you probably didn't really get to the race. It was just bang, it was just so quickly, hey? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, everything happened so fast and, like, yep. it was, yeah, super hectic, short amount of time. Everything just happened a million miles yep. an hour. But, yeah, exactly that. Then once it once it was, like, visor down, it's like, okay, race is on. Yep. Get back into race mode, you know what I mean? Mm. Let's go over the race. That's all you can do. So, yeah, definitely. Phillip Island as a track, uh, traditionally in the wet, is uh, quite a grippy track. But you're not the only one that said... Far out for some reason at the moment, this place is really slick in the wet. Um, yeah, quite interesting. Yeah, look, I, I don't know why that was. Um, like, yeah, again, many of the other riders made mention of that too, that it was yep. super slippery. Um, I, I can only put it down to maybe because we're there with 
it doesn't make any sense, but we're there with, you know, World Superbike. Like yeah. they run the same, they run the same tyres. Yep. I, don't, I don't, can't, like normally when we're there with like GP, they run a different different type of tyre. So then the the, the the rubber that they lay down, like it's different yep. to our rubber. I, I don't really know why, why it was so it's slippery. Weird. It's strange. Mm. Um, unusual, very unusual. Mm. So three races that weekend, race two comes around. I'm just trying to think of how it went. You got one on Saturday, then it was two and three on the Sunday. Yeah, I can't. I can't actually remember. Actually, I think we did two on Saturday. Um, two on Saturday, and then the one on the Sunday. Maybe no, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't quite anyway. remember. But either way, you come away with um, you know eighth, ninth, whatever it was in that first one. Uh, come back to the Sunday. Everyone's back on the grid, and like you look at this grid, and I must say you haven't. You, the whole time I've known you, you'd never knock anyone, right? Like competitor-wise, I have a look through the the field, like the grid sheet, right? First back to probably 12th or 14th at that, those last few rounds, anyone can ruin that race. That's a heck. That's The sport is in such a good place. That's pretty cool to see, hey? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, depth of the field is like a critical thing because like, I mean, the yeah. actual level, like I think the level of um, the, the level of the riders and the, the racing that we've got here yeah. is super high. Yeah. Um, but you can have like, you know, a high level, but if there's only one or two guys out there doing that, then it's, you know, that's one thing. But if, yeah. you, if you've got the depth there where there's a bunch of guys that can be capable of, you know, on their day doing really well, then, yep. then um, yeah, that sort of like, yeah, shows shows the level, the actual level of the of the sport. And so it's quite, I think, healthy in that regard, especially in Superbike. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and it's good. It's good for the sport. It's good for yeah. the spectators, um, you know, don't want to just see you know one guy off the front you know whatever yep. um yeah having it you want to have a race so yeah you want to have battles all the way through the field as well so i think that um yeah it's definitely cool that we've got a yeah good solid field that's for sure yeah those those last you know the last few weekends as well like uh we'll, we'll keep going into that so tell me about race two yeah so we did uh so i'm just trying to remember what happened now uh race so race two um i had uh it was a dry race um yep. Uh, it was a little bit steady to get going off the start, but um, sort of found my feet. I think I was back a few spots and like had to climb my way back through the field a little bit and I ended up finishing, I might have finished fifth in that race. Yep. Um, I don't really remember that race nah. race so well. Um, I suppose maybe I only remember the ones where you <laughs> where you go do your best. Um, I don't remember so well how that one went, but um, uh, it was you know in that moment like it was. Um, uh, Wayne had won the race. Josh was second. Um, I think I was I was um, uh, not not too far away from Brian at that point. So yeah. like the the points like yeah yeah Wayne Wayne gained a few points on me, but it, uh, that moment didn't really matter so much because yeah. he'd lost lost a few in the in the in the previous race in the wet. So yeah. um, like I sort of was just you know uh, holding steady basically at that point. Yep. Um, and, and Brian had picked up a few on you, race one. Yeah, in the, chunk in, into two and whatnot in, as well. In, in yep. the wet race, he'd he'd taken a big chunk because he was he won that race. He won the yeah. wet race, and I like I said, I was a fair way back, so he took a big chunk of points there. But you know, um, at that point in the time, I think he was still third in the championship, yep. so not like really too much of a threat um, from a from a points point of view. Uh, so yeah, so sort of more or less just like holding steady and just again, it was just sort of just. At that moment, it was just like getting through the weekend. Yep. Um, like a, like I'd said earlier, I'd, I, I was hoping that maybe like my outright performance and my speed might have been a bit better um, that weekend. But yeah, sort of just couldn't really um, 
match, well, particularly the guys that were were out the front, especially um, couldn't quite match them for, for speed. Yep. So I was sort of sort of more or less battling for that, you know, third, fourth, fifth sort of place. Um, yep. So yeah, then moving, I suppose, onto the the last race of the weekend um, was a bit better. Kind of got a bit more of a rhythm, a bit more of a feeling with the bike, and feeling a bit better. And I think was battling there for third place with with mm. Brian. And that was a hectic race because. Um, there's a fair bit going on, quite a lot of passing, and there was yep. there was a, there was a fair bit happening. Um, but uh, uh, I just know that during the race, like t- with about I don't know, maybe about three or four laps to go, um, I felt something at the back of my bike, which I thought at the time was something going wrong with my tire because Phillip Island um, generates a lot of heat in the tires. Um, especially because we spend so much time on the left-hand side of the tyre, a lot of spinning, a lot of sliding, generates a lot of heat. There's always talk there of, you know, uh, there's a possibility that that, that the tyre can can have an issue. Um, And I felt something in the back of the bike. It was an unusual feeling and sensation and I wasn't sure exactly what it was, but it... I had to hesitate for a few few corners and check to make sure that the bike was still okay. Like I didn't just ride it completely at 100% for the next few turns because I was a bit... I was a bit concerned, um, but it didn't give me any further warning. So, I, you know, built back into the speed and, and it wasn't until at the end of the race that I realized uh, <laughs> I was, uh, was in an intense battle with, uh, with Brian and, uh, he'd been so, so close to me and the back of my bike that the, the wing off the, off his bike, um, had actually clipped the the rear tire my rear tire the the wow. his bike was so close to mine that the wing had clipped uh, clipped my rear tire and and so my feeling was correct but just what it was was uh, wasn't sure exactly so yeah it was the wing it ripped it off his ripped it off his bike it it it, it um it put a mark in my tire and it and it dented the exhaust and yeah it was uh was probably yeah, it was probably not too far away from being a being an accident so uh could have gone a lot worse but fortunately fortunately it was just a uh, yeah, small little little love tap, I suppose. Yep. And uh, yeah, he was just <laughs> he was just saying like, "Hey, I'm here, man. Like, uh, watch out." <laughs> it was wild, mate. Like, because that was Stone Corner, wasn't it? Yeah, it's fast. fast. Yeah, 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 real fast. It's like fifth gear. Like you roll you roll off the throttle a little bit going in there, but then you roll the thing back to flat out through there. So the thing's like you got a lot of slide, a lot of movement. The bike's not. It's not like you just stay in exactly the one spot, you know what I mean? The back of the bike stepping out and sliding. So the, the bike's changing um, through there. And we also had in that race, there was a lot of wind um, mm. and, and it was blowing in a way that was trying to like uh, push you wide through the corner. So like it wasn't trying to help you keep on line. It was helping you trying to go wider through the corner. Yep. And so he was on my outside and possibly just uh, the wind at that moment might've moved my bike a little bit yep. and just moved it, moved it into him as well. So um yeah yeah super super close racing that's for sure because that's weird there because usually too the wind comes up from the ocean it pushes you it helps you you know not helps yeah. you but it's that way not so much coming across from the front straight across is it you yeah know? exactly like no- normally yeah coming from the ocean it it actually blows you into the corner which yep. yeah, essentially helps you keep on line a bit better whereas uh, the direction it was blowing sort of more blowing you know sort of down the straight a little bit on mm. an angle so yeah it was uh it was a tricky one uh <laughs> philip island's always it's notorious for the wind there and yep. um uh, it's it's not just that it's it's windy, it's that it's gusty. Like, you know, when it's windy and it's constant, you can you can predict that. You know, mm. okay, every time I come around, like once you've done a few laps, you know what it's going to be like. It's going to be the same thing over and over and over again. But at Phillip Island, it's not like that because mm. 
one lap you'll come around and you hit a corner and you've got this amount of wind. Next lap you come around, you've got bloody 10K an hour more wind, you know what I mean? So yep. you come into a turn, you just get blown bloody three, four metres off the, off the line. It, it really is super hard to ride when it's, when it's windy like that, that's for sure. Interesting. Interesting <laughs> place. It's a, it's a cool place, but uh, it's just so... Like it's just not predictable. It's it's so it's so hard because the weather's always changing. Yeah. You know, you, you some sometimes it's sunny, it's raining, it's windy, it's cold, mm. it's sometimes it's hot. It's just yeah, it's all over the place. So you get a bit of everything, that's for sure. It's it's really interesting when you know uh, for for years I've been talking about the GP. Got to change the time of year. We, we've been there three times over this year. We've been there in uh, the last week of February, which is normal World Superbike time, uh, and then obviously uh, we do October for MotoGP. We had some strange weather that weekend. And then the World Superbike one, which was like the 18th of uh, November, and we had weird weather. Like, how do you pick it? Yeah, that's <laughs> we've it. Tried, we've tried three of the uh, three of the 12 months. Um, so, yeah, where do you, where do you put it? Um, but, yeah, it was it was some great racing, though, for everyone on, on that round. So uh, very short break. Uh, you leave on uh, basically you, you stayed in Melbourne for Monday morning, got back up home. And then back to back to the bend on uh, the the next weekend for the final round for the for the year, you come into the weekend with a Brian's in second place at that point, Wayne's in third place. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Um, still a, a point chance of obviously taking the title for for Wayne. I think he was at 49 point, uh, and Brian might have been at 39 points. Uh, how's your weekend start there? Yeah, look, obviously it's a it's a different weekend because it's the first one that we've done, or that I can reckon, I can recall that we do like a back to back weekend. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so that was uh, just a bit interesting, you know, like um, uh, but it was a good because I, I suppose it was good in a way because you, you're super fresh, you know what I mean? You come from come from one race, yeah. you're in the, in the zone, you've got the good feeling with the bike. Um. So you just go straight away into the in the next weekend. Um. Everything felt really good. I suppose. Uh, there was there was um, there was a lot of talk leading into that weekend. My my feeling and my mentality was like, okay, um, whilst we didn't get the performance that we probably wanted out of in terms of like outright results, there, yeah. I think that I was I was confident that at the bend we could go back to our normal ways of competing for for the wins. Yeah. And so when that's the case, like my goal was you know pole position and two race wins, like we'd done earlier in the year. Um, that was that was what I thought was realistically achievable. Um, and and so that was my mindset. I really wanted to um, yeah have a have a good uh, strong solid weekend yeah. there, like we like we'd done all year. So um, yeah, I think that. Um, I think that with that being that being my focus, like we tested well there, uh, you know, a few weeks prior, um, we were in a pretty good shape there. Like I said, coming straight away from Phillip Island, um, and so on Friday, you know, just the same deal. We roll through the motions with the with the, with our strategy, with our with our with our method, and by the end of the day, we had a, a fantastic bike that I felt was capable of winning races on. So um, yeah, Friday I felt really good. And then we went into qualifying, um, and that was awesome. Qualifying was was awesome because uh, it's a short. The super pole session's a short session. I think it's only like a it's a fifteen minute session. Yep. Um, the top twelve riders, I think, are out on the track together. 
Um, and you go out and you do like the first part of the session, you just go out on and try and bank in a time that's sort of like comfortable, you know what I mean? Like you don't ride the bike completely on the limit. You ride close to it, but safe enough that you get a lap time in. So if anything goes wrong after that point, you've still got decent time that's Mm. going to put you somewhere in the ballpark to start well enough, you know what I mean? So you're not starting down in, you know, too far back. So um, that's, that's that's how the first part of the session goes. And then you come in, you pit, Put a brand new rear tire in because of the, with a new rear tire in, um, heaps of rear grip means yep. speed. So um, put a new rear tire in. I think we only had a couple of minutes to go in the session, and everybody's doing the running the same strategy basically. So um, you know the times are just getting faster. The the positions for the for the lead are changing, and um, and and I think um, I just gotten out there in time to do like one last flying lap. Yep. And yeah, put together like my what was my perfect lap of the weekend, um, my best lap of the weekend, um, and yeah, went on pole position. So like that was that was awesome. It was awesome because uh, we had you know international riders there. You know, it was pretty obvious like having uh, somebody like Jack Miller there, like yeah. to have his level and his caliber there on the weekend was was just a, was a good gauge to see where you're at. Um, you know, a bunch of other international riders there as well. So. Um, to to be able to get that pole position was um, yeah just just really cool. It was yeah. just just cool, and the way that it w- worked out, like you know, I think Jack went to went to pole position there, and then with all about thirty seconds to go, I'd come across and <laughs> pipped it's him done. for pole. So yeah, it was just it was just cool. It was just nice. Yeah, nice for the team. It's a good reward. Definitely, like yeah. they they put in a massive effort. You know what I mean? Like uh, like I said earlier, like a lot of this, you know, rider gets a lot of the focus on them, but but at the end of the day, it's a team effort, and yeah. um, you got to have the guys around you to be able to, you know, give you what you need to to, to be able to f- perform. And like if you look at like uh, consistency wins championships, and so does winning races and all the things, but uh, to have outright speed, that's really hard. Like, yeah, yeah, know, definitely. That, that's yeah. really really difficult to put together as well. Um, I'm not sure which is the most difficult out of all three of those things, but um, final round at a track that not no one's done major amount of laps at really. Um, it's 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 a real go there and ride at track, isn't it? You know, like it's all on the line at that point. That's pretty cool to get. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, again, like we hadn't done we'd done I think a couple of days of testing leading up to it. Yep. Most of uh, like all the all the the top yeah. guys were there um but yeah it's a circuit that i suppose being in the location that it's in like not a lot not we're not all going there and riding frequently yeah. so yeah you just turn up and and get into it yeah um so yeah to come away with that that sort of result was was pretty special so with your um throughout the year i don't know what your process is but when you go out for your first lap of super pole right do you have um do you have a scrubbed in front already or was a brand new front when you get, you're asking, no. you're asking the wrong guy. Don't remember? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's a, not that I don't remember. It's that I don't know. That that's that's somebody else's job. That's Dylan's job. You just hop on. <laughs> yeah, okay. I get it, Mike. I do that. I do. That. I, do, I just I just do the <laughs> twist yeah, the throttle bits. So. I get it. But it's a brand new. It's a brand new rear for that second session. Yeah, like that second outing. Yeah, yep. second outing. Yeah, yep. definitely. Um, our our actual strategy that we use. I'm sure it changes depending on the weekend because yep. some some circuits. Um, the surface of the circuit is more abrasive than others. True. So like we get a limited amount of tires. Um, ev- everybody gets the same amount of tire marked stickers yes. that you can use for the weekend. Um, so uh, that starts from the first session on Saturday. Yep. And so we do like a time practice session on Saturday. We do our super pole in the afternoon and then 
typically we do two races on on Sunday. So yep. um, everyone gets the same amount of tyres to use, uh, but you know you can have a different strategy as to how you want to use them depending on how your bike works and again like level of uh wear that you get from yep. this from the surface so um sometimes i think we were even able to um go with like say two new rear tires in that super pole session wow. um and we were carrying a front we we're using the same front tire like maybe between races or something like that yep. because it wasn't wearing the front tire out very much like you know you, you it just depends on the on on the circuit yep. but yeah yeah typically typically the the first time that you ride out though it's 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 usually a used tire just to get your eye in like i said just get that first lap time in come in bang new rear tire and just go and try and do a heater. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool feeling. Yeah, it's it's a cool feeling because like you don't uh it's not you just get one shot at it really. Like I mean yeah. like the the tire at its absolute best is good is it's really good for that one lap. Maybe maybe a second lap, but typically the one lap is the best. So like trying to put all the pieces of the puzzle together for yep. the whole lap to go your fastest that you're going to go all weekend yep. and just do that in one go. Like, yeah, it's a pretty cool feeling. It's a pretty cool sensation. Every marker, like every single marker that you got to hit is on. It's got to be perfect. Cool. Yep, it's perfect. Yep. Get into the race. Um, you're on pole position. What a, what a fantastic pole to get. Final round, final round of the year, championship on the line. Um, describe race one for me there. Yeah, race one was, uh, was a difficult one um, right. because – there were at that moment then i suppose there was um a lot of thought about the like the championship we were, you yeah. know it was it was a massive thing it was a massive thing obviously not just for myself to win the championship but also for yamaha and so going to the first race it was like it, it was the first chance that we could have you know actually won the championship so yeah. um yeah, I, like I said, leading into the weekend my, my mindset was to to race for the win um because I believe that when you're in that moment where you're riding at your best, that's the best place to be at. Because yeah. in that moment, you're making the least amount of mistakes. You're in the zone. You're fully aware of everything that's going on. That's the best place to be. So yeah. I wanted to try to get myself in that place and, and race for the win. Um, and I think that I did that. But initially, I think it might have only been like the first or second lap. And then we had a red flag. And it was Brian who was uh, involved in the accident. Yeah. And so when we came back to the grid to, um, you know, uh, get ready to restart the race, um, like I was made aware that that Brian had been in the crash, and and at the moment he was he was second in the championship, and yeah. and it was like it just changed my my mindset on the race because I just knew that I had to finish the race and yeah. I would have won the championship um like uh yeah I just had to I just had to ride the bike yeah. ride, just get that race done and, and I was gonna gonna win so um yeah like when we made the restart I did try to push for a couple of laps at the start but there we had we had I think maybe there were like five or six other people that were super super strong super competitive. Yep. It's their last round of the year. Some of those guys aren't in contention for the championships. So they're just going for the race win. Um, for me, it was just like it was just it was too easy just to go back a little bit. You know, let those guys go. Yep. Find a bit of clear space and just to ride to the end of the race and finish the race. Like that was, I we'd work like I had worked so hard. The team had worked so hard to put ourselves put ourselves in a position. That that's all we had to do in that race yes. to win the championship, and that's what I did. What oh, a lovely position to be in! It was a fantastic position yeah. to be in. No pressure, no stress. Then it was just go and ride, finish that race, 
Um, didn't have to didn't have to do anything outside your comfort zone, yeah. just fully in your comfort zone and come away at the end of that race. I think I might have finished six yeah. and uh, crossed the line and we, we'd won the championship. So what it, a relief. It was. It was honestly yeah. like it was a weird sensation. It was a it was a sensation of relief more so than like excitement about winning. Like mm. I think that um, you know, the moments where there was the excitement of, of winning the championship happened earlier in the year. You know what I mean? Mm. Those races where, where we dominated, where we won, and I was so happy and so excited about doing that. Yeah. Like they were the moments that made up the championship. You know what I mean? So then to get to the end and just finally clinch it off and send, and just finally like, you know, seal it and get it done was just like, ah, oh, thank God. It's, it's you can uh, breathe again. <laughs> just uh, take it. I can relax now. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was, um, it was really, really just, uh, uh almost a little bit also still like a little bit of disbelief because it had been unusual to come, you know, across to think, thinking about at the start of the year, you know what I mean? Like coming across to, to Yamaha was going to be a big learning curve for me to learn the bike, big learning curve for the team to learn me and what I liked with the bike. Like I said, there was a change with the tire. There was a lot of change within the team that was happening. And so with all of that, it would, would be, it would, uh, you would almost sort of kind of kind of think that your chances of winning a championship would be reduced. Mm. So then to actually do it and, and win the championship was like, uh, yeah, it was just sort of like, I can't believe, yeah, we actually, we did, we actually did it. So <laughs> Yeah, all this hard work gets us to this point. That's like, right. That's, that's, that must be a cool feeling. And like for all that team, you know, that it's, it's stayed a pretty solid team within the core structure of the, the management and stuff since those titles back, the Jamie Stalford one in 07, yeah. um, that sort of core people, it must feel nice for them too to get that reward. And obviously Dylan that's worked hard for, you know, and the whole crew um, must feel good. Definitely, yeah. From a team point of view, I think that, um, you know, every nearly everybody that's in there has been around mm. for uh, quite a long time, like probably – probably since like you said like 2007 time when Jamie Sofa yeah. last won the ASBK championship um some of the some of the guys the team has still been around since then and some of them have been in the team for like maybe five or six years or so and and haven't experienced like winning you know what I mean like winning yeah. the championship so and they've you know it's it's not and nothing's like changed in say like their level of no. want to win or the level of amount of work that they put in and all that kind of thing it's just that this year it just all clicked, you know. Yep. But but for sure, for the people that that have been been there for for a number of years and are trying hard to make that happen, to finally get it is like, yeah, it's it it must be an incredible feeling for them. And I suppose from my point of view, like I I, I realise that those guys, I realise the position that they're in, and I realise um, the amount of work and commitment and dedication that they yeah. put in to, to achieve the result, like it makes me proud to be able to, to get that result for them at the end of the year. What a time to be a Yamaha person. You look <laughs> at the grid photo, right? And for those who haven't seen it, it's a, every championship, motocross, like everything. It's a, it's a fantastic uh, era for Yamaha Australia. Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, I think the like Yamaha Motor Australia that are, yes. you know, um, putting together the racing programs across all like all disciplines, like yeah, exactly yeah. that. They've um, 
they've dominated, they've succeeded across uh, across every discipline and nearly every category as well. So, yeah, um, yeah it, uh, really complete Yamaha domination, uh, definitely, definitely this year. Yeah, look at enduro, motocross, road race. Like it, it's really, really good. And I, I think there's a little bit to it as well in the way of they support it so much. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how you go and get other manufacturers to support it that much, but far out, like they put in and the crew that they've got there and the people that help along the side of it, it's it it without companies like Yamaha and it, road racing and racing in Australia will look a lot different, I think. Yeah, definitely. Like that's yeah, right. You know. they, they, their level of support is enormous. Yep. It's enormous. Um, you know, it stems from in, in, in across um, all the disciplines as well. It stems from yeah. the kids. Yes. All the way through to the top level, um, the elite level of the of the of the sport in in Australia. Um, so yeah, they, they they support it massively, um, and exactly that. Like the sport wouldn't be what it is now without that level of support. So yep. um, yeah, certainly certainly impressive, mm. um, and yeah, certainly obviously great to, to be involved in the sport. You know, for yeah. for us to be involved in the sport, it's great that they they do that and support it so much. For sure, race two. Um, you know, and that wasn't an ad from Yamaha on my side of it, but <laughs> like quite literally though, like as a, as someone that loves the sport so much and is around it with my own work and that, just to see it, like it 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 without it, it's a you know there's and there's a couple of companies like that that are in it as well, and we all know the companies that support it. Um, it's, yeah, it means it it means the sport can run basically. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Race two, you start from pole, awesome battles. Um, yeah, tell me about that race. Yeah, it was a. This was an awesome race. This yeah. was, this was a good one. This, this is a great good, race. Great race, yep. regardless of result. It was actually just great racing. Yes. and I think from a spectator point of view, like just watching the race was was yep. a good uh, was a good race to watch. Um, you know, Jack was Jack was in the lead there for uh, you know quite a number of laps there for sort of probably nearly half half the race or maybe even a little bit more. Yeah. So it was really cool because you got a lot of fans there wanting to see him see him race and he's he's up the pointy end, which was really, really cool. Um, and then I suppose, you know, the thing about the, this this race at, at the bend is that it's one of the circuits that's a little bit more abrasive and a little bit harder on the tyres. Right. So um, from my, 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 my point of view, I was trying to be a little bit conservative with the tyre because I knew that... Um, you know, the last sort of, you know, three laps of the race or we're going to be, yep. you know, that's that's where the difference was going to be. So if you sort of looked after your tyre a little bit early on, um, it would pay dividends at the, at the end of the race. And uh, so, yeah, there was uh, plenty of battling going on, um, changes of the lead. Um, I'd made an attempt to um, get to the lead and start breaking away. That was that was, uh, but at that moment, Wayne was was going really strong, and uh, and he got to the front and he put the put the pace up uh, and tried to go with him. And I think that, yeah, like I said, with the tyre sort of thing, like they just struggled a little bit with the tyre. And so then my bike was, it was good. Like I felt really good, especially in those last few laps. Once I got to the lead, um, like I think I went to lap record pace, like the next lap around. So um, bike felt great and just the tyre was awesome. So um, was able to pull out a bit of a gap, I think up to about seven or eight tenths um with a couple of laps to go and that put the pressure on you know the guys behind so i think like herfoss and and allerton they were they were coming through pretty For pretty sure. strong yep but the pace that i was running was was so fast that 
they the pace that they would have to run would be faster than lap record pace to try and bridge that gap and and catch up. So um, it really just forced them into into uh, tr- stepping over the limit, and mm. which is essentially what happened on the, on the last lap. They they crashed out, um, which gave me a, an even bigger gap back to to second place for that that last lap, and yep. yeah, come across the line and was just a fantastic way to finish the year because um, we'd won the championship and got that job done. And then in a race where everybody wa- like everybody wanted to win that last race, you want to go out on a high. For sure. You, there's no, no championship to worry about anymore. Like this last race, there was no, nobody's racing for a championship. We're just racing for the win. So, yep. um, yeah, it was a pretty cool pretty cool sensation to be able to, to race for the win and, and get it. And, um, yeah, just sort of... Um, yeah, put a stamp a bit of authority down. I think on on that you know wasn't just like consistency throughout the year. It's also like got the outright pace, got the speed, can race for the win. Like yep. uh, all things, all things are there. So um, yeah, just what a way to top off the the weekend, <laughs> top off the year. Like you just leave the weekend feeling great. Yep. Um, and 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 something that happened during the like once I'd finished the race and got back to the 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 podium area. I didn't realise, but um, because of the the way that things panned out in that race, I'd actually got the overall round win for the for the weekend. Yep. So like, <laughs> I just went from having a big smile on my face with mm. a massive smile on my face. I was just so happy. It was just awesome. Like it was just the best feeling ever. So it was just, great. You walk away from that weekend, like what we said as well. Pole positions throughout the year, race wins, round wins. That's that's hardcore. Yeah. Like that's a that's a fantastic year. Um, yeah, and having all your family there to watch that as well it's pretty cool definitely yeah i think um yeah obviously being being the last round and 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 with a like a, a likely chance of winning the championship had a good uh good support there from my family and my friends so um yeah it was great to share that that moment with them um there on the weekend and yeah i, I again i think um I, i'm i i'm certainly like reflecting on it now like i'm 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 glad that the last race was a win. You know what I mean? Like, like yes. you want it to be a win. Like yep. to be able to go away and have that have that win. Like it was it was important. You know, mm. it was important. So, um, yeah. Overall, just a really really solid weekend and left there very very satisfied. It's pretty cool. And like, you know, as as I've said, I've written the race reports and stuff, and to see the lap times on the last race of the year, of the of the weekend and the year, um, cracking pace and consistency was huge. Like. Um, I even think, I think Jack's last lap was his fastest of the whole weekend. And like, if you're talking about an aggressive track on tires and everything like that, everyone's pace was high, high. Like the level was really high. Um, and you took the win. It's good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, look, like exactly that. Um, you know, everyone was pushing every everyone along. Like, yeah. and that was the thing about that 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 weekend and that those races that there was there was I think there was at times there was like maybe six or seven guys there sort of all pushing each other along. Yes, taking different turns of being being ahead of one another. So um, that just really like egged each other on. I think to uh, to yep. just try and go a bit faster and get the most out of it. So yeah, I think that's why we saw like as that race went on, like regardless of um, the tire wear, like it was just everyone was just <laughs> right. They were just right to the limit. <laughs> Tell me, is uh, anything announced for you for next year in public? No. Okay. We won't even go there, but we'll talk about the season just really quickly because we've got to get out of here, mate, because we've actually got to go mountain biking this (laughs) summer. But we'll we'll get to that. But uh, we go back to Sydney next year. Uh, The last time we are at Sydney, you won a championship, all right? 
how does it feel going back there? Like that's our first test as well, first and second of February, I think it is, um, or third and fourth, whatever it is. Um, we go back into Sydney. That must feel pretty good. Definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm excited, looking forward to going back to Sydney yep. Motorsport Park. Um, like I said, it has been a little while since we've been there. I think 2019 was the last time. Mm-hmm. So it's a circuit that I actually really enjoy riding at. Like I, I really like that that track, um, the layout suits my riding well and uh and i feel good there um again results have been good there in the past yep. so uh i'll look forward to riding the motorcycle there it'd be awesome cool <laughs> <laughs> all right believe it at that um tell me highlight of the year what's what's one of the highlights of this year oh man highlight jeez uh well i suppose like the Queensland Raceway would be in the highlight. Like apart from winning the championship, like yeah. Queensland Raceway because I was pole position and two race wins was a perfect weekend. Um, and the first, the first uh, race win for Yamaha in a while, I think. So and the first time that we'd, or, or the first moment that I suppose everyone in the team realised that you know we were we were on here that it was yeah. going to be going to be yeah we we're going to be able to to challenge for the championship. The donut in pit lane. The champagne being sprayed. Like you're not a drinker, but the champagne being sprayed, um, it was like at this moment in time, everything's real good. You know, that's like click, 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 like things are going great. As a spectator, that was damn awesome to see. I'm like, oh, wow, these guys are really clicking. Um, you know, Dylan was trying to stand to the side and you chased him around the whole pit. I got it on video, which we'll add to this as well. Um, but yeah, cool moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly that. Like it was the first lot of success for for yep. for us as a team together, mm. you know. So so like I said about the relationship thing, like that was that really boosted it a lot, you know. So yep. yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. Like it, the, we'd we'd worked so hard to get that result on that weekend, yep. um, and then at the end of it, it's like okay, we we can enjoy it now. Like we're here, we won. Let's yep. enjoy it. So um, yeah, we did a burnout, uh, which was which was just really cool. Um, yep. Good for the fans, and and then. Um, yeah, with the champagne, like it was just. Uh, I said to the guys before, before the, before the end of the end of the, or before going into the last race, I said, "You guys will be ready for the for the champagne. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna spray you guys." And they're like, "Yeah, no worries, no worries." And then when I come time to do it, they were running away and I <laughs> chasing them down. So that was, uh, yeah, just an awesome feeling, just good fun, really. So, yeah, it was really nice. You know what I enjoyed out of, you know, there's so many highlights, and I work with some different people throughout the field throughout the year, but. Saturday night, and I've told you this, Saturday night at MotoGP, when we, we had dinner. And it's a, test, a testament to the people that you've got around you as well. It was Dylan and Joel, yourself, Chrissy, uh, myself and Annie. One of the funnest nights that I've had in Pinos, just talking smack amongst a group of friends. <laughs> That's that For me, that like after going there for so many years, it was one of the best nights I've had down there. And you can see why a team succeed just through nights like that, you know? Yeah, definitely. The core group. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, uh, yeah. Between between Dylan, my crew chief, and yeah. uh, and Joel, like the main mechanic, yeah. Uh, myself and my partner Chrissy, like, we just clicked together really yeah. well, and yeah, like everything was was easy, and uh, yeah, we we um we so we normally have like a team dinner um during the race weekends, like on a Saturday night, I think it is. Yeah. Um, 
and so we all we all get together at the, at the end of the table and cause a cause a ruckus. But we just you just get along so good. Yeah. We're just lots of laughing. Um, like and that's that's a good like that's probably the best thing about it. Just mm. so much laughing. Like it's just so much fun. Yeah. Um, we're just having a good time. Uh, and that's it. We're just having a good time. We're just going cool. racing, doing our jobs. We do it the best we can, and we get the results, and we have lots of fun doing it. So yeah, it's awesome. Just perfect. Cool, mate. We're going to leave it there. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you back on a motorcycle next year, whatever one it is. Definitely not that one that just started. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, really looking forward to it, mate. Thank you for coming in once again today, and congratulations. Three, cha- three championships on three manufacturers. Well done. Thanks very much, Mick. Appreciate, cool. uh, appreciate you having me on. So, yeah, looking forward to 2023. Cool, mate. Thank you. That's all we have time for in today's show. If you get the chance, head over to YouTube and hit subscribe on the Talk and Chatter page. Also, head over to iTunes and give us a star rating and a review there. It all helps to get the podcast out there. A big thank you goes to everyone that's been doing this already, and uh, we'll be back with another show soon.